travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody wang chung tonight. The movies. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's great! You probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Stuck in the 80s, it's your tour guide, Spearsy. And Brad in LA. And tonight's show is all about what it means to be young. We were young, we had momentum, we were winning. And don't forget, Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. Hey, Steve, did I tell you I got an email this week from someone who actually did find our show on Stitcher? No, seriously, really? Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I've never used Stitcher. I, I use I use iTunes and Google Play, and but not that. So yeah, oh, nice, cool. I'm glad we're yeah. out there. Exactly. So here's the story about this week's show. It was kind of unplanned. I have been trying to get more involved in the lives of my niece and my nephew. My admirable. niece just admirable. My niece just started college here in Orlando. So every every like month or so, I or every few weeks or so, I invite her and her boyfriend over. You know, I cook them dinner, or I take them to a movie, or take them out to, to lunch or whatever like that. So I'm I'm really trying to to be good about that because I've been over here in Orlando now for five years, and so I haven't really had, you know, I've, I missed their entire high school you know careers for the most mm, part. Yeah, that's true. Now my nephew is still a senior in high school back in Tampa, and he has been playing football since he was you know, old enough to play since he was about seven okay. years old. Okay. And I, over the years, I've been lucky enough to, to catch a couple of his youth league games. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I was a football referee at that time. So sometimes I would take a weekend off from being a ref and I would go and, you know, see him play and, uh, you know, a game somewhere and stuff, but I've never had a chance to catch him playing in high school because it's always been a Thursday or Friday night. It's impossible to get back to Tampa from Orlando and yeah, Without taking a day off, but this year I said uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple weeks off and I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I really want to see him play because he's a yeah. senior and yeah. these yeah. are the last football games he's ever gonna play. So a few weeks ago I went home and it was uh, senior night and so my sister and my brother-in-law Ooh, walk, walk crank up the emotions the, just a little bit more. They they walk him across the field. Yeah, you know and. Uh, it, they talk about you know where he's going to go to school and what he's what he has planned for the future and mm-hmm. it's their last home game it was pretty emotional first time yeah. I'd ever seen his high school even and then two weeks after that was his last ever football game and it was at uh, not a home game it was a away game at a school near where my mom lives so it just makes okay. sense so I, I went home and I I told my mom you know I'll pick you up and we'll go to the game and. So we go to the game and we watch it, and they lose because they've had a pretty, pretty bad season. Uh, and towards the end of the game, I could see my nephew on the bench, and one of the other players has like his arm around him, and you could just tell, you could just kind of see him shaking a little bit, like yeah, oh. it, you know, oh, the, the reality of, of the end. Yeah, yeah, wow. So I mean, I, I was. I was kind of rattled by that. I'm still kind of rattled by that. Um, it's it's tough to see, you know, t- just to know that this is a moment in time. Right, right. And you you feel it maybe a little more keenly because you know, because you've had those before, right? You, we, we've lived through that stuff. Sure. And at the same time, it's even more bitter because we remember those moments of our own. Yeah. I, I played football for one year in high school. And I was awful at it. Awful. <laughs> But I never when it, when the season was over, I I fully expected I would still summon the courage and strength to go and play some more, and I didn't. So I didn't have a yeah. moment where you realize, no, this is the last time you're ever going to put on pads. 
Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen for you again. When I became a referee, the last year I was doing that, I had a feeling that was maybe the last year. And I, I did try to take a moment at the end of the final game to kind of put it into context. Yeah. But, uh, but, you, but you had the, I mean, you had the, the foresight to do that as a, sure. as a grown man. Sure. But he's experiencing the end of something for the first time. And so the yeah. next day, the next day we have a family dinner and I swear I'm getting to a point here and you'll eventually hear what this show is about. <laughs> we had a we family, got all day, Spiercy. We had a family dinner and at Christmas he had given me a, um, a t-shirt, like a, a t-shirt from his high school that had his last name and his football number on the back. So I wore that to the family dinner because I was like, oh, nice. you know, just yeah. you know, tribute to, to, to him and his hard work. And uh, he saw me come in and he saw I was wearing the shirt and I could just tell that he was still kind of not completely through the whole exercise yeah, of emotions. kind of dealing with it. Yeah. So we, we started talking about it and... And he's like, you know, I've never, after school ends every day, I always had somewhere to go and something to do. You know, it was always like weight training or practice or film study or this or that. Yeah. And this, this, that's over like Monday morning, Monday afternoon when school's done, I got to come home. Hmm. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, that's, you know, I I started hitting him with some cliches, you know, (laughs) 80s cliche. You, know? well, you got to play him one day at a time. I mean, T- tonight is <laughs> tonight is what it means to be young. I said, and he goes, he goes, well, you. I go, that's what my podcast is about. It's about remembering those moments in time and yeah, reflecting upon them. And he's like, well, how, he's, he goes, you've been doing that for how long now? <laughs> I, I said, don't ask. Kid, years. Don't, get, don't get smart with me, kid. <laughs> no, I think he was. It was the first time he's ever asked me about the podcast. Yeah. I said, well, 13 years. And, and, you know, I said, you know, we, it's, it's about the past and honoring the past and remembering the good times, and the bad times. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, I guess maybe I should start listening to it. I'm like, well, th- th- those are my, those are my times. I said, right. You can listen to it, but I don't know if you'll have the same context. You, I not, said, you, but, won't, you won't connect to the material maybe as much, but you want, you might you want to find some ways to start putting these memories in a place where you won't forget them. You know, yeah. if you write it down or start a blog or do something. And I said, you know, listen, listen to songs. You think of the songs that remind you of today. And, and yeah. then 30 years from now, those yeah, songs will trigger they these still memories. Will, they will still remind you of these times. Yeah. And so I, I started talking to him about the songs that remind me of the 80s. And I said, you know, what really will get you are these songs that you'll start to hear that the message in the song is, you know, remember the times, re- remember the good right. days. Yeah. And so I promised him I would make him a, a playlist. Okay. Of songs uh, from my era that tip a cap to nostalgia that, that evoke right. the feeling of, you know, I want to go back. I want to remember, I, I, I want to honor, you know, those days. And so that's yeah. what we've kind of done today. Brad and I have pulled together 10 songs that we think are anthems of youth. Right. And not just stuff that is nostalgic to us. We all have music that we associate with times, right? That's just kind of how music is in your head. These are what Steve said. These are songs that are specifically, they're nostalgic songs about nostalgia. It's not just a nostalgic song. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Because all of our songs are nostalgic songs, but these songs are specifically have a message of, you know, about time passing. Right. So we've, we've ranked them according to our personal uh, tastes. We'll, we'll, play, we'll play some tunes for you. We'll, we'll talk about the lyrics. And, uh, you know, we'll, I don't know. They might, might, Steve might get a little teary. Brad might mock them. But yeah. that's kind of what you uh, have come Gently. to expect on Stuck in the 80s. Before we get started, just a quick message. Uh, here at Stuck in the 80s, we're reliant on the advertising that we have and our sponsors to support the show. We try to find sponsors that we think that 80s Nation can connect to. So if you could do us a favor and go to the following URL, podcastlistener.com slash radical. And it's just you answer a few short multiple choice questions. It'd really be helpful to us and our sponsors. Again, that's podcastlistener.com slash radical. Help us keep Stuck in the 80s free and alive for a long time to come. 
Alive. <laughs> I am alive. Alive. Oh my God! Did uh, speaking of uh, stuck in the eighties and and the good old times, you, you know who was here last night? Uh, Jen with one N. Oh, that's right. She's in town. She's actually in Orlando for a week. She's got like a family reunion going on, and so oh, we nice. had a chance to hang out. Um, I invited her over uh, for dinner, and I, I was going to take her out, but I was like, you know, let me cook you something. And so, <laughs> what a guy! I, actually, I broke out a box of the Hello Fresh. And to make for because I just wanted her to see it, and you know, and, and that's and, actually a really good idea because you know, when you have somebody over, you want to spend time with them, right? That's something that the cooking time is pretty well contained because so much of yeah, it is prepped it's 30 in minutes. Genius. So, so, the cool thing is, HelloFresh really was the first ever sponsor of Stuck in the 80s. I call them my friends because they're like, they're a meals delivery service that has literally changed my life for the better. I, I'm eating healthier, my doctor loves what he's seeing. For me, it's all about the convenience of HelloFresh. I pick the delivery date that works for me, which is Tuesday every week, and my meals arrive at my front door in a recyclable insulated package. Every week, I hand it off to the recycling people who come by. Each meal has all the ingredients pre-measured with recipe cards that are easy to follow. And if I need to pause the program because I'm out of town like I am this coming week, I'm going to be at 80s in the sand, that's no problem. I just go to the website and I click a button that says skip this week. That's all you have to do. Oh, Nice. Uh, and if you're picky, which I'm not, but I know we have plenty of picky people in <laughs> some, 80s and 80s, uh, you, you can relax because there's three plans to choose from. There's even a vegetarian plan. And the recipes will just blow your mind. Last week, I made this um, creamy shrimp and tagliatelle. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Tagli- tagliatelle. <laughs> yeah, it's a pasta. noodle. Oh, my God. came with heirloom tomatoes and this creamy sauce. It just blew my mind how good it was. It was easily the best pasta dish I've ever had anywhere. And it was so easy wow. to make. I've been craving it every day since then. I'm a seafood nut, and frankly, anything with fish or shrimp that comes from HelloFresh has just blown me away. And it's like you said. You make them all in less, in less than a half hour, and you use fresh seasonal ingredients. I've heard back from other people in 80s Nation who, who started to do it, and they're getting their meals, and they rave about the steak dishes from last week. I've been trying to stick to chicken and fish lately. Anyway, I could go on and on, but I want you to see for yourself. Because you listen to Stuck in the 80s, you can save $30 off your first order just by using the promo code RADICAL30. Just go to HelloFresh.com, use the promo code RADICAL30, and start loving dinner time all over again. When Jen came over last night, I, I decided to make that. It was pork and Thai basil stir-fry with bok choy, basmati rice, and sriracha lime sauce. Mm, so many adjectives. I know. It blew her away. It was the easiest thing in the world to make. I mean... First of all, anything with bok choy from HelloFresh, because they give you this baby bok choy to, to use. Oh. I've, I've never seen it in grocery stores, but it's pretty amazing. It just, oh, God. It's just, I could just eat like a, like a big bowl of it right now. <laughs> I'm never recording before lunchtime again. Anyway, <laughs> so, so we had that, and then we, um, we went roller skating. What? Yeah, we went roller skating because the rink is only about a half a mile from where I live. Oh. Man, right around the corner. Yeah, it's called Cimarron Skateway. We walked in there. It was the first time I've been inside, and it, it it's like stuck in the eighties. Everything, <laughs> about, nothing that has changed there over the years. They still have the same lights. The same, I mean, awesome. everything. Everything is as retro as you could possibly imagine. Yeah, but, except it probably isn't retro. Like you say, it probably is just the way. Like that's how we built it back in nineteen seventy eight. It was cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to tell you the whole story about it because uh, I'll wait till Jen's on the show again. But we we, have, we had a fun night doing that. So, oh, my God. They didn't play any of the songs that are on uh, this week's song list, which is somewhat disappointing. But It's horrifying. You know, I guess we could have gone and asked the DJ. But Maybe you could get like a weekend gig uh, DJing there because, <laughs> you know, in between recording podcasts. That's possible. I wonder how much they pay. <laughs> it, it's not enough. It won't be enough. Yeah, it's not enough. It was a weird mix of, uh, like, you know, preteens, and then there was people older than us there, and nice. it, it was it was a pretty it was old timer night, and they had like music from the seventies and eighties and nineties, early nineties. But uh, I recognized maybe three songs, and that was about it. But anyway, wow. I, anyway, mm. the, the details of which will uh, let's let's talk about some songs that you will recognize then. So let's get rolling now. Uh, our top 10 list of songs that uh, make us feel nostalgic for the old days. Number 10. Like I'm going down to the well tonight and I'm going to drink till I get my 
kind of an obvious pick from the 1984 album Born in the USA. Uh, this was the fifth single off the album. And oh from gosh. what I've read, I, was, I, I don't think I ever owned this album. Did you own this album? No. No. You didn't need to because it was on MTV and the radio all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And just because this is an obvious pick doesn't mean it's not a great pick. This is no. a really good song. This means we have nine songs that are slightly better. Allegedly, this song is a recount of an event that happened back in the 70s when Springsteen bumped into a guy he used to play uh, Little League Baseball with. Oh, so. my gosh. That's funny. So I think it's a great video, a better video than it is a song. Yeah, actually, I think that's a good, yeah, you can make a good case for that, that the video makes the song. Anyway, the song reached number five on the charts that year. So that's a good one. We borrowed it. We use it for a segi that we don't use very often anymore. We have the segi oh, right. glory days. I thought it was stuck in the stuck in the 80s. Let's move on to the next song. Number nine. That's My City Was Gone by The Pretenders. Released in 1982, it was the B-side to Back in the Chain Gang. But I think a lot of fans know it as the Ohio song because it keeps mentioning the state's name over and over again, even though it's not in the title. Hmm. This is a good pick because it's a little angrier. <laughs> it's angry. Uh, also, Crosby, Stills, Nash had a song called Ohio, so maybe that was the reason she chose it. Yeah. Chrissy Hind, who wrote the song, says that the song reflected her uh, growing interest in environmental and social concerns at the time. Uh, it was an autobiographical song about her returning to her childhood home and discovering that uh, development and pollution had destroyed the pretty countryside of her youth. So, one like of I said, angry. None of this. Oh, I sure missed my high school girlfriend. You know, it's like, what happened around here, man? <laughs> What's next on the list? Number eight. Young by Alphaville. I did not know until today, and I don't know if this is just because I'm a bad 80s fan, I didn't realize Alphaville was a German rock group. Did oh. you? I knew they were European, but I didn't know they were For German. some reason, I just never put two and two together. I know that they were big in Japan. <sighs> oh. Uh, anyway, this was a huge hit for them over in Europe. Not so much in America. It didn't even reach really? the top 40. Huh. And don't you find that hard to believe? I mean, I, I, I find think that, I, yeah. It seems like I just hear the song in my head over and over again, but but no, they say it never got into the top 40, even though it was released three separate times. And it's been covered at least a couple of times, too. Yeah, yeah, for commercials and stuff. They're, they're getting their money's worth out of this song. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere of the song, the lyrics, just to me, are just stunning. So many adventures given up today. So many songs we forgot to play. So many dreams swinging out of the blue. Oh, let it come true. This is one of those songs that I get super weepy at every time it comes on. I thought this would be higher up the list, honestly. That just shows you the quality. The quality. <laughs> Coming up. Craftsmanship but that's gone into this list. When my nephew was first, you know, when we were first having this conversation, this was the song that went through my head first, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just the one that it's just always bing bong. I mean, I would love to see yeah. them perform. I don't know if they're still around or not, but they they hit it out of the park with this song. That's for sure. Not, yeah. Not as far as this next tune, though. Oh, uh, okay. Number seven.
Yep, that's Journey's Stone in Love. I, oh, I love this song. It's the second single from the 1981 album. Perhaps you've heard of it. Escape? Escape? <laughs> Escape. Uh, Steve, do you know what the B-side of this single was? Um, the B-side? I mean, this is funny that we still talk about that. Like, it's so... <laughs> well, I only mention it because it's kind of, of some it interest. It was... The B-side was... Uh, uh, still they ride. No, it was only solutions, which appears on the Tron soundtrack. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just I happen to notice. I'm like, wait, only solutions? Isn't that the song they did for? Yep, sure enough. Holy crap! Yeah, this made it to number thirteen on the mainstream rock charts, which makes it like the the crap song of the album, considering that <laughs> other singles were "Don't Stop Believing," "Who's Crying Now," and "Open Arms." I love this song. You know, the lyrics opens with those crazy nights. I do remember in my youth. I do recall those were the best times, most of all. But the thing that really makes the song for me is the instrumental at the end. Yeah. And the list marches on. Number six. Stand still by Rush. Now, obviously, we've talked about this song. I was say, you just want to go back to the well on this song again, don't you? <laughs> just trying to make all the Rush fans happy. From the 1987 album, Hold Your Fire, this this one has been... I could watch this. I probably do watch this video every day. Like around 2.30 yeah. in the afternoon, you know, when the sleepies come on at work. You know, and you're looking for a little inspiration. I fast forward to the part where he goes... He screams it, really. Like, freeze this moment a little bit longer make each sensation a little bit stronger. That just drives me crazy. Or turn my face to the sun, close my eyes, let my defenses down, all those wounds that can't get unwound. I let my past go too fast, no time to pause. If I could slow it all down like some captain whose ship runs aground. This I is why these are songs, the that's like around. the most ham-fisted uh, poetry you've ever read. That was something you would have written for your well, it's eighth Neil grade Pert. girlfriend. <laughs> No, come on. No, I just, it's I don't think it stands that. very don't well on its own. Sorry, I get the message, but it works better with the music. Yeah, it does work better with the music. Um, nobody, Rush is not going to go on a spoken lyric tour anytime soon. No. <laughs> but I would still go. <laughs> There'd be no women there. That'd be okay. That's, you right know. Right now, that's, just, everything's okay. Uh, the, it's okay, man. And the list marches on. Number five. That's Remember the Nights by The Motels. This was the second single off their album, Little Robbers. They played this on Saturday Night Live in January of 1984. And coincidence, the next week it peaked in the charts at number 36. Huh. Yeah. Any guesses as to who the guest host was that week? In 1984? Early 1984, yeah. Eddie Murphy? No. That's a really good guess. Did I get it right? But it's wrong. It's Michael Palin. Who? Who? As far as like Michael Palin. Oh, okay. Who, as far as I could tell, didn't have any projects out at the time. They must just needed someone to do it. Well, <sighs> um, those are the days. But, they never have yeah. that now. I mean, Saturday Night Live is yeah. just a a promotion vehicle these days. I mean, it's great. It's oh, a great show. So. It's. A, I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch it every week. Yeah. But, but that I mean, guest host slot has become a a, a commodity. Yeah. In a yeah, way that it wasn't yeah. in the early eighties. Yeah. I mean, at least they're not so ham handed. You know, in the Promoting what they're, I mean, sometimes they'll work it into their monologue. That, that and that's yeah. about, the, and that's the only time you hear it, and then you're you're kind of yeah. So, but yeah, it's God. I I need to go back. You can probably still watch a lot of those shows on on. I'm sure they're available like on Hulu or something, aren't they? You can see a lot of the clips on the NBC app. Cool. Yeah, a lot of these songs that 
kind of pop to mind are about relationships. And this one is much the same. The lyrics are long ago and far away memory, like a dream. I stay in the other place, the other time that I can't forget. I can't go back, but I can't stay. Help me remember the nights. I like that line. I can't go back, but I can't stay. Yeah. We're going to hear that line again before the day's over. So just so you know, this was a popular pick when we um, asked people on social media to give us your picks on songs that remind you of the passage of time. A lot of people recommend this uh, song right here. It's the second time in two weeks we've mentioned the motels too, because they were on last week's show because Martha Davis sang the song. We never danced from right. Uh, from your favorite movie, made in heaven. Yeah. It's not my favorite movie, but it, it was very clear in the show that it was your least favorite movie. <laughs> I almost sat down to watch it last night. Almost. <laughs> and then I thought, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, no, no. Especially since your wife's out of town. That's not be a bad idea. Yeah. You want that. That's a, that's a setup movie. That's where you get a nice bottle of wine. Hey, honey. Hey, honey. Spearsy says this is a good movie. We should watch it together. And then it's like, you'd be high-fiving me the next day. I'm telling you. And then I'll be, I'll, I'll be... Uh, yeah, on the couch alone within 20 minutes. No, come on. Uh, that's just... uh, well, I'll give it a try, but uh, let's keep moving. Number four. I was raised on the radio. Raised on the Radio by the Ravens. Probably familiar with that from the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, that was their beachhead, really. That that Getting that song on that album really kind of led to them getting a major record deal, uh, which unfortunately didn't do very... They, that didn't go very well. They didn't get a lot of traction from that. They had one album they released with MCA in 1984. But they, they've always been a big Baltimore presence. Sure, yeah. I've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High a thousand times. Sure. Uh, probably not even a remotely an exaggeration. And so you know this song, but it's funny. You only know the chorus because that's about all it gets played. Yeah. It's when Brad's wa- watching you know, the cruising vessel. Woot, you, woot. you hear it. And so when I started to listen to it again yesterday for the first time in a long time, it started playing like, well, it's not the same song. <laughs> I was in my mind. I just, I, 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 I just, no, just knew the, the chorus. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it is definitely ridiculously a song about pining away for the old days. Yeah, Do, have you seen the video for this? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Well, I've seen everything little, twice. The little, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. The little boy with the, the, I guess he's an orphan with the radio set that he rigs up to his bed frame. Yeah. It's of its time, that's yeah. for sure. It's, it's oh, of, yeah. of the early 80s. That's It got my attention. Yeah, yeah. It's There you go again. Two thing. I, this has been a problem now. I'm, start, I'm starting to notice all my verbal tics now. Like the, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yep, yep. Oh, great. Now I'm just totally consumed in this. Let's just show over. <laughs> so I've got questions on all these songs for you today. So oh, here's Jesus. my question on the Ravens. What MTV contest did the Ravens win in 1984? They won. They won a contest that. So they got something out of it, like or they. Yeah. Uh, I, it was I, a show. Oh, they got to appear on a show. No, it was like a competition. Oh, they won like a band competition. They won like a best of uh, amateur submitted ba- band video, or maybe. Yeah, yeah, the basement tapes. Oh, geez, that was a totally tapes. random guess. <laughs> I'm no, trying to think well, what it could be. Yeah, really dug the way that you had the orphan tying the radio to <laughs> bed frames. Oh, I don't think it was for that. I don't think it was for that <laughs> song. It was that other song. There's that other video with the orphan in the bed frame. Well, you know, it's, so, it's, it's our thing. It is. It is. The lyrics were great too. I was raised on the radio, remembering when times were bad. Love is all we need, and love was all we had. Oh my God! There's not gonna be enough uh, tissue paper for, for later. That now nah, it just seems like I'm talking about something completely different, and I'm not. But uh, it's a regular Sunday here at the Spears Lair. There'll be 
No unnecessary use of tissue in any form. You want me to get you a shovel and just keep digging? <laughs> I don't know what's gone wrong with me. It's nostalgia overload. Uh, we've only got three songs left. We can get through this, I promise. Okay, I got to talk about this one for a second. Eddie Money, I want to go back. So in the first year of the podcast, back in 2005, I had not been to a concert, a live concert of any kind in about 10 years. Wow. I had quit going to concerts. I kind of felt like I'd seen everybody I want to see. And the last couple concert experiences I had weren't really pleasant ones. And so yeah, I, st- I mean, you always tell these stories about, and then the car broke down and there was four feet of water and I had to, you know, fight a gator and no. someone was in my seat. I Some mean, of you those have, things the, did you have the most epic, you have the most epic bad concert stories. I do. And, and I'd had enough of them. I didn't want to go to any scene shows. I stopped for about 10 years and we had just started the podcast. I think we were, I think it was in October of 2005 we went to Ruth Eckerd Hall and we did our first remote podcast. Yeah. And it was it was something called like the Lost 80s or Remember the 80s or something like that. And it had Rick Springfield and Patty Smythe. It had Loverboy. Nice. It had Eddie Money. Okay. And it blew me away. I hadn't seen a show in 10 years. This is a great venue for seeing a show for the first time. It's not, you know, it has about 2,000 fans, 2,000 mm-hmm. seats. And we interviewed Rick Springfield backstage. We interviewed Loverboy backstage. We had our own little, little like a, a room. green room. Yeah, like a green room. Yeah. And I remember hearing Eddie Money play I Want to Go Back. And I tapped Sean and Kathy Wass, you know, on the shoulders. I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the song that says everything that I want to say about stuck in the eighties and tonight, like this is the theme song for tonight. Like when yeah. we get, cause, and then we went back to the newspaper building that night and it was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and we produced the podcast on the fly. Cause we wanted it to be something we would have the very next day. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. We would never do that today. And um, and I and they're like, what's the opening song? I'm like, just it's I want to go back by Eddie Money. Yeah. There's no second, no question. No, yeah. no, no. It was just, and to this day, when I hear this song, that's what I, th- I think about that October night. You know, all of us in a van <laughs> down by the river, <laughs> by dri- the river. <laughs> driving to um, the, ma- the maestro. Dave Morrison was still producing. Oh gosh, podcast. that's right. And he drove in case we were drinking, which we weren't, which is amazing in itself. What? I, we weren't. We were so we were so nervous about is this going to work? You know, who, is, yeah. you know, are we actually going to be interviewing people in person? Is that is that really going to come about? You know, right? And, um, you know, it, and it all did. Like everything that we planned came across, and we recorded it, and it came, you know, and it, we did it. And but we were so nervous. The idea of having a drink just didn't even occur to us. And so we didn't need yeah. a designated driver, but we all did like shoved in the back of a Ford Explorer and um, we did it. And it was to these days. I, the second this song comes on, the second this song comes on, I am just boom. I mean, it is time machine back to 2005. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm not a huge Eddie money fan, but after you told that story, I don't have any energy or will to want to, argue with Some, you about this. Sometimes something. you just have to agree with me and know that I'm right. I'm going to. I'm going to agree with you in this case. Eddie wanted to go back and do it all over again, but he couldn't go back. He, he can't. Yeah, he knows. That, that is everything. That, that's all right there. Yeah, you're right. It is, it, that's my thesis, man. <laughs> two songs left. What songs could they possibly be? Number two. Stars would fall 
That's Alan Parsons Project with Time. This this band is possibly up there with Rush as a band that every woman will leave the room when you start playing. They have some really outstanding songs, but I've never been able to listen to an entire album. And, you know, it, send the hate mail. I, maybe I'm just not smart enough to get Alan Parsons Project. But this song, this is one of those this is one of those ones where they really they really struck a chord. <laughs> Music <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> I think I talked about this on an earlier podcast. The high school band played this at my graduation. Oh my gosh. Have I told you the story? I think I did. Yeah, and yeah. The, now that you say it, I, you know, I played with the band before and then I went and got in line and graduated whatever. But like the whole flute section was just bawling their eyes out during this song and I'm like Get a grip on yourself, people. But uh, this is a song, if you l- just read the lyrics of this and you're like, oh my gosh, this is dark as dark gets. Goodbye, my friend, maybe for forever. Yeah. Goodbye, my friend, the stars wait for me. Who knows where we shall meet again, if ever. But yeah, maybe I should have been crying yeah. with the flutes. But you, you were playing the bassoon, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's no no time for tears. All the tears had already been cried out over playing bassoon. Yeah. That's crazy. So originally, I should say, uh, this was our number one pick for a song. And then Jen, last night, I was telling her about this <laughs> show idea, and uh, which like, I've, I've been joking to everyone that this show is one of these uh, things that the moment I had this idea for the show, I was convinced it was a great idea. And every time I explain the show idea to somebody, I keep feeling it it, it gets weaker and weaker. <laughs> That's why I told you to stop talking to people about it. I know, but I just I people ask what I'm working on. I'm like, well, I'm working on this show yeah. about nostalgia songs. And like, isn't that your whole podcast? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, so Jen's like, well, you you put you know this next song on the list, didn't you? I'm like, damn. And so I texted yeah. you about about that moment when she said that. I texted. I'm like, I'll yeah. text Brad and tell him to put it on the list because otherwise I'll forget and then that'll be really bad. So here it is, the song that I almost forgot was my favorite song of all time about being young. Our number one pick. Is what it means to be young by Fire Incorporated from the soundtrack to Streets of Fire. How could I almost have forgotten this? It's so obvious. As soon as I saw the text, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dumb. <laughs> uh, one of two songs written by Jim Steinman for the soundtrack. Fire Inc. is a studio band that was assembled for the soundtrack uh, with lead okay. vocals done by Holly Sherwood who had worked with uh, Simon pretty extensively in the past. And I think it's Diane Lane in the movie who is Ellen aim is her character and she sings it. And it's the big, it's the big closing number. Is it not? I believe so. But uh, it drives me crazy. This is, this is another one of my like two thirty, two forty five songs where it's like, I could, go get, <laughs> I could go get a cup of coffee or I could just put on tonight is what it means to be young. Yeah. I think I've already messaged my nephew like on Facebook with this song. Here you go. Look, you know, check this Here's song out. One. I, I don't know yeah. what kind of music he's into, but it's like, in my mind, Jim Steinman is kind of timeless. So, you know, you're just going to have yeah, to. And this is, as nostalgia songs go, a lot of the stuff we've been talking about are, they're, they're kind of down tempo, but this is definitely not. It's an anthem. It it's is. A, exactly. Yes. That's the exact word I was going right. to use, Steve. We did a whole show. Uh, about Streets of Fire, maybe six or seven years ago. You can go back and play that one if you want. We had some fun with the skit on that one. <laughs> I got mocked pretty bad for my love of this movie, but I, I will not apologize for it. The lyrics blow me away. I've got a dream when the darkness is over. We'll be lying in the rays of the sun. 
but it's only a dream and tonight is for real. You'll never know what it means. You'll never know how it feels. It's going to be over before you know it's begun. Ah, talking about your, your nephew. I was thinking about my son's senior night with volleyball. My daughter ran cross country. So, you know, senior night doesn't really mean the same thing. Cause it's not like there's not a gym or a game that you go to, but my son's senior night last spring was very similar to that where they, they introduced the kids. There's only two or three seniors on that team, but it was a weird moment for me. It was almost like an out of body experience for me to be standing out there with my kid. Um, and then he had the game of his life. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. Like he played out of his head. It was amazing. I'm actually, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. He, he had not played much this season. Um, the coaches had decided to run some other guys a little bit more and he was pretty frustrated about that. But because it was senior night, he got to play the whole match and he was just on fire. I mean, he had the most kills he's ever had in a match. It was great. And he came off the court. He was just so fired up. But similarly, that's the last, probably the last competitive volleyball game he'll play. You know, he's not playing in college. He's kind of decided to do some other things. How was he the next day? He was okay. I think he was... You know, it was one of those things where it had been such a big part of his life for so long. I mean, he started playing in junior high and basically played year round. And I just think he was done. Yeah. He was ready to do something else. And so he saw the end as a good thing, I think. Yeah. The thing that case, because he was ready to do something. He was ready. He was ready to move on. He, He could see what was next and he was ready to go do it. Now, later in life, he may look back on it a little differently, but... Yeah, I I think that's the key is um it with being infatuated with the past is being able to see the next thing and being excited about that. Right. And maybe that's been my problem all along these last 13 years and why I don't move on because I don't see the next thing. Yeah. That could be. And if I do what see it, I'm not excited about it. I'm not excited about it. I never thought of it until you said that that he saw the next thing. Yeah, and I'm like, and oh. it's, it's it's so much easier when you're a, when you're 18 because there's so much in front of you. Yeah, what's my next thing? So I I yeah, for me it's tonight is what it means to be young. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. Well, let's move on. It's something that can save us. It's called the, the Seggies. Ah, the mystical refrain of everything's a mystical refrain here at Stuck in the Eighties. Once I figure out what the mystical refrain is, I think the show will end. By the way, but this oh, was no. the mystical, <laughs> this is the mystical refrain of the mystery TV theme song. Uh, we play a snippet of a theme song from a TV show from the eighties. If you can get it right, you're entered into the drawing for a uh, bottle opener. I could. You bet. I wish I had a bottle to open right now. Oh. <laughs> I do, but it's way in the other room. Yeah, I know. I have to actually go downstairs. That's just not going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Maybe someone could come by and bring one up for you. No, it's over. Before it's even begun. Bingo! (laughs) Show over. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention. Steve's awake again. Here's the clip from our last show. Yep, that's Silver Spoons. Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Make it a go, make it grow together. We're this is a hard song to, to pull a clip from because it's got lyrics all the way through. Yeah, I, I went to the tail end of it where I figured most people would either have turned the channel or had run off the other room to get some popcorn. <laughs> Oh, no. Silver Spoons is on. Turn the channel. I've, I've never seen a single episode of this show. Oh, I have. It was pretty good. It was, I mean, I mean Aaron it was, Gray was in it. Yeah, right? Aaron so. Gray was in it. Oh, my God. My, my my thing for Aaron Gray, my love for Aaron Gray knows no boundaries. Yeah. Oh, her, I don't need to know about that. Oh, Buck Rogers, the 25th century. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. That's what made me a man. Um <laughs> <laughs> I bounced back. This is welcome to the Spearsonian roller coaster of emotions. 
Read some of the winners. Winners this week include Joseph Perdue, Dave Augie August, Anastasia in Colorado, David Sensei in Tokyo, Jay Swash in Beaver Creek, Julie in North Carolina, Tim from Toadsuck, DJ in Clinton, Chris Cooling, Cecil Cahoon, Lynn from Riverdale, New York, Alan Titus, Jose Sierra, Kanak and Callie, Jesse El Gato Grande Smith, Aaron Shirley in Burnaby, British Columbia, Jeff Rocks in Indiana, The Professor Matt Kimber, Jeremy in St. Pete, and new listener Kenny Butler. Oh, that's cool. Always fun to yeah. have new listeners. That's the guy who wrote me about uh, Stitcher. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. Yeah. We need new listeners. Tell a friend about us. Please. Tell two friends. Uh, in the meantime, You don't even have to listen. Just download it. <laughs> yeah, just download them all. Especially, especially Twice a day. Go, go download the Streets of Fire episode. I was pretty happy with that one. I'll go back and listen to that one this week. Uh, maybe it wasn't as good as I remember. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> Like everything. I'll give you my notes. Oh, giving it too much credit. Like I do everything from that time. Uh, Go ahead and spin the wheel. Let's find out who gets a bottle opener. Good one. Oh, man. Now the the words to uh, the Alan Parsons part. Just like swimming in my head, swimming in my head. Flowing like a river. I'm just imagining a whole row of flutes crying. Uh, Uh, and then it's going to land on uh, Jeff Rocks in Indiana. You're this week's uh, winner. So just uh, email us your snail bell address and we'll get something out to you. I still owe some people some baseball caps. I thought for sure I was going to find them this weekend. I, I'm packing for 80s in the sand, which I will oh, be so at. Oh, we're turned up. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought for sure they would turn up and they, they haven't yet, but I, I haven't given up. So please don't give up on me. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery TV theme song. If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a winner. We'll be right back after this commercial break. It goes with the boys that in the dirt. It goes with the joy. It goes with the hurt. It goes with the men you can't fix in. It's there when you And we're back. We just have a few minutes left. I thought, let's play the old game. What's your 80s obsession? Brad, what's your 80s obsession this week? Oh, I think along with almost everybody who has a Netflix subscription that I know, uh, my 80s obsession this week is Stranger Things Season 2. Now, do I have to actually finish Season 1 before I start watching Season 2? There are things that will make a little more sense, I think. Because I'm stalled out on episode like eight and a half. Oh gosh, it's so the ending of the first season is so good. I don't, uh, uh, maybe I'll watch it tonight and just get it over. It has with. been helpful. Katie rewatched the whole first season and then like when stuff plot points happen, I'm like, Well now does that you know, how what happened at the end of the last season for that? And she kind of filled me in, which is nice. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a role reversal because usually I'm the one that remembers all the crazy stuff, but yeah, she I don't, just saw it. So I'm enjoying it. The music is great. They open up with like the first song in the whole the whole second season is a Devo song and I'm like yes, but there are lots of little touches from 80s movies. I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Don't then. Uh, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun okay. and it's got my attention. And it's this thing is this isn't my genre. I'm not a I don't like horror movies. I, but I feel like this is more of a suspense. Kind of yeah, thing. I see. I don't like that either though. It's not gory, so I like the gory stuff. Is the stuff I'm yeah. really interested in. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, so Steve, what's your 80s obsession? Well, most likely, if you're listening to this show uh, within the first week that we released it, I am actually right now in Punta Cana, or I will be, woot, woot. and uh, for 80s in the sand, down there to host trivia, and I will be taking in bands such as Loverboy and Berlin and Tom Bailey, Howard Jones, Starship. Information Society was just added. So oh, nice. it's it's going to be a, it's a really cool event. I'm looking forward to it. I will when I get back I'll I'll tell everyone how it went. We're going to have a full debrief. Yeah, yeah, yeah there'll be a full debrief. And then 
If you go to the website, 80sinthesand.com, by now they may have already released the lineup for 2019. Oh, wow. So they've already got the dates picked for that, and you can already put down a deposit if you want. Uh, (laughs) Of course we'll take your money. Yes, of course we'll take your money. So it should be fun. I have never been to the Dominican Republic. Punta Cana is the resort area of the Dominican Republic. It's like down the tip of the island or the Mm -hmm. continent or whatever. It's part of Hispaniola is the name of the island island, split between Haiti and Dominican Republic. That should be fun. So I'm kind of focused on that. I have a whole room in my lair where I've got all the, my clothes laid out for it. <laughs> staging your stuff. Yeah. It's a staging area. Finally, after so many years, I finally have a, a room that I can set aside for a staging area without the cat that's having nice. to put its fur on everything. So that's what I'll be doing and can't wait to get back and tell everyone how it went. Yeah. That's going to be fun. In the meantime, uh, if you have additional songs you'd like me to put on the list before I pass it on to my nephew, please let me know. Emails at podcast But until then, Back to the weepiness with Brad and I as we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.